and welcome to the MBS Show Reviews and Discussion Podcast. I'm your host, Norman Sanzo, and joining me today is Jacob. Hey, everybody. How are you doing, man? Uh, I've been busy week. Ups and downs all over the place. At least I'm not in the same place that Silver's been. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, Silver is a busy boy. And yeah, and... Yeah, I don't know. I know he's just busy. And that car crash didn't help either. Oh no, man. Did, did he talk to you about it? Well, you mentioned it. Ah, yeah. Oh, well, um, we, we'll keep that story for him to share. Um, we, we don't really know much about it. But uh, he's safe, by the way. He's safe, by the way. And yeah, that's one good upside. Mm. <clears throat> but anywho, uh, in today's episode review, we are going to review... The fourth issue of My Little Ponies, gener- sorry, My Little Pony Generations. Uh, in this issue, the main six team up with ponies from another world to stop Crackle and Dyer and their havoc wreaking schmooze. So, first impressions are in order. And Jacob, what do you think? Well, uh, in the previous issue, I said that uh, the cracks in the facade are slowly starting to show. And in this issue, I think they're starting to fall off. You, you mean cracks or art? like? Well, uh, there's a few things that, uh, I don't know, don't, don't seem right. <sighs> I, I'm I just mean... going to put it like that. Oh. All right, all right. Anything more? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. Uh, all right, a pretty short, um, pretty short first impressions. Um, I, I, I was kind of puzzled by the G four ponies. Sorry, no, by the first generation ponies and how they look. But as I kept reading it, it didn't really bother me that much. What bothered me is that oh, man, it, it's the thing that we've been mentioning since issue one, and it's the. Reuse of, I won't say reuse. It's uh, the tracing from yeah, tracing. the show, and at first it didn't bother me. But as we go on, as we keep going deeper and deeper and deeper, it's is becoming a hindrance. True, true. But overall, story still good. <clears throat> so anywho, um, if you have not read this comic, pause here and go do so. Welcome back. So we start off the adventure with where we left off. Our heroes, the main six, uh, met up with their G1 count. No, I won't say counterpart. G1 friends, yes. And uh, them commenting how they look. Uh, they, they look strange. And as a G4 guy myself, yeah, they do look strange. Um, I'm not used to them, but still, um, they're ponies. And Pinkie Pie is the first to say hello. But before she can officially say hello, she trips on a rock and rolls down a hill. Oh no. Uh, that's bad. And it looks like, um, yeah, she, she's all banged up. Uh, good thing though that the other ponies, uh, the G1 ponies, are kind of okay. They're, they're not hostile. Um, one of them says, I think some introductions and bandages are in order. So they take the main six plus Starlight to 
their home and give a brief lowdown on what happened. And I'm going to pause here because headaches ensuing for me. So, Jacob, what do you think, man? Well, we, we immediately <coughs> start with an oddity when the... Well, the G1 ponies uh, warns Pinky about the rock and she trips. The panel, though, makes it look like she just stubbed her toe. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't even notice that one. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but uh, on the whole uh, thing that follows, uh, I'm kind of at the loss at this point since I never watched the G1 movie and I only saw the smooth song, which, to be fair, it, it is catchy. But w- what I want to know... Are these G1 character characters here that are directly involved in that movie, or are they just random ones? Because I mean, uh, from the flashback that follows later, it's clear that Firefly was there, but that just brings up the obvious problem of the story at this point. Because, uh, well, my frustration comes out, as mentioned last time, and I'm probably, many of the other readers are kind of frustrated, is the false advertising. I mean, if you go back to issue one, uh, the cover showed the G4 characters with their G1 counterparts upon which they were based, but mm-hmm. other than the surprise and Apple check, they don't appear, and even those two are there only for exposition and a joke. Yep, and oh man, I, I totally agree with you there because they hype us up for that moment. They kind of red herring it, uh, uh Chekhov's gun it, and showed us like, hey, uh, we might see them. Oh, these were the inspirations, and uh, wouldn't you like to see what would happen? I mean, it's. It's, it's going to... Okay, when you have them both on the screen or whatever it is, their personalities are not going to be 100% the same, but at least you're going to have some humor. Uh, Surprise and Pinkie Pie, probably they'll banter for a bit and do stuff. And probably um, Posey, I think, that is Fluttershy's counterpart, they'll... Um, interact and whatnot. I mean, you, you, you want to see that interaction. You, you want to see the original interacting with their future or the reimagined counterparts. And yeah, yeah. Th- you, you want to see that, but no, we, we didn't get them. And in all honesty, <clears throat> who are these ponies? And I'm not being mean, by the way, but like, who are these ponies? Yeah, I agree. I mean, before they uh, start the exposition, they do uh, uh, G1 Ponies banter between one another so that you get the names what they are. One is Lickety Split, one's Lofty, and another one's Galaxy. But uh, as I said, I didn't watch the movie, so uh, do do you have any idea if any of these ponies or even G1 ponies or whatever appeared in that movie. I, I mean, we know that Firefly does appear. I believe some of them are like, uh, uh, you forgot to mention Minty, but the problem is uh, it, it doesn't really matter if it's, if they're callbacks from the original or not. Um, the artists have a full set of ponies they can use. So 
yeah, uh, they could even if they didn't use Firefly or whoever and whatnot uh, to be the quote unquote <coughs> uh, main cast for this comic, they can just use whoever. But the problem is for us, we got no idea who they are. Like, yeah, you mentioned you mentioned names like Galaxy, Minty, Lofty, uh, Liquidy Split, and so on. Yeah, um, I I read some, I I noticed a bit, but problem is who's who. Like, I'm still confused on who's Liquidy Split. Galaxy, I kind of get because she has stars on uh, on her butt, but that's about it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, as I said, the, the the beginning's a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, so. I mean it's a bit it's a big letdown for something that's already planned, or no, it's something that is already hyped. Because we as readers who read this comic expect to go in with excitement to meet up with the original um, inspirations, but what when we arrive here it's just at the i won't say at the disappointment I mean, it's just a bit a big letdown yes yeah exactly and because the, uh, this the g1 characters only start to become revel- uh, relevant uh, in the fourth issue of the five issue run it really doesn't offer much of the chance for character banter and characterization so it's, yeah, it's at the loss, really. Yeah, and also you don't really get that uh, attachment. Like yes. y- when you read the comics or anything, you, you you kind of want to get to know the characters, get to have some kind of attachment to them, and that's why when we read this comic, we we feel a bit of attachment to some of the bad guys, uh, especially uh, Violet, Violet Shivers. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of like her because, well, uh, they characterize her in a way that, hey, uh, she's bad, but not really that bad. She's just misunderstood and whatnot, or doesn't have enough love in her life. So we, we kind of get her deal. And then with uh, Black Bell, she's kind of the cool edgelord pony. And people... Oh, sorry, uh, and... The students admire her for it, and she kind of likes it, likes the admiration and whatnot. And Shadow Storm, Shadow Storm is just there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I I got nothing, man. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem because the other two. Well, I'm gonna save it for when we get to mm-hmm. them later mm-hmm. down the line. Right. And. Uh, Last on the list of annoyance is the first panel on page uh, four, I think, officially in the comics. It's Twilight Sparkle doing her train pose. Mm. Come again? Okay. Uh, back in G, uh, back in the olden days of uh, season one, when they sold toys, I, I think it's yeah. either a truck or train. I forgot. Uh. They have the standee of Twilight doing that pose. The oh, she's just leaning a bit to the side. And she has uh, lifted the uh, leg. 
Yeah, and exactly. she's yeah. saying, so Zakura said the spell would bring us to the ponies who had the right magic, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it, that that is a very famous pose. Like, it's unforgettable. Oh. Man, I didn't see season one for so long. This, uh, so I guess it's kind of honestly past my radar. Oh yeah, but this this irks me. And here's the thing: take a look, see properly. Where are her wings? Yeah, you can't really see them. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, it's just it just irks me, man. Oh god. Yeah. I <sighs> okay. Anyway, let's carry on. Let's carry on. Okay. So carrying on. Twilight just tells what's going on, and where they're from and long story short Twilight tells that hey uh, there's some ponies that's from your universe somehow no it's not ponies it's uh, there's some kind of schmooze that comes from your universe into our world and we don't have the means to stop it and probably you guys can do something about it and Galaxy here says sure um we can help like there there's there's no problem because we've dealt with that uh, sorry we've dealt with them before and we can deal with them again and we'll kick their butts harder this time yeah and galaxy says um witches and like uh, was it besides it sounds like we didn't teach those witches enough of a lesson the first time and starlight fluttershy and twilight are shocked by witches. So, a pony, one of the G1 ponies, says, Story time! And they start telling the tale before one of the ponies got interrupted by surprise. The <coughs> winged pinky pie. Yep. And, uh, in all honesty, I got no idea who are the two other ponies that I just mentioned. Um, <laughs> I feel bad. So, <laughs> anywho, um, long story short, this is just a short synopsis of the My Little Pony movie, the original movie, this, by the way. The original. Yes, the first one, G one. Oh, this was the second one. I think it's all in one. There's only one My Little Pony movie, if I remember right. I thought that the Tyrek one was uh, the first one. Shows me what I know. This could be the second. Uh, you know what? It's one of the movies. Let's go with Hold that. On, let me... <laughs> well, while you do that, I am going to summarize uh, what they're talking about. So, long story short, they say that these witches are bad news and they want to cause mayhem for the ponies. Uh, the mama, the mother witch, named uh, Haidia, is the mother to the other two witch, uh, which are named Rika and Dargol. Dargol, okay. So, they are tasked to gather materials to create the schmooze. Uh, they succeeded in getting the schmooze and... Reek, uh, and, and release them to the ponies of I don't know what place is this but yes they, they managed to release it in their town uh, they 
cause a bit of trouble, but Megan, the human, <laughs> man, this is going to be so confusing for the G4 ponies when they ask, wait, what is Megan? A uh, human? What? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Mm. <laughs> Oh, things, the things that would have <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's all good. So the any... confusing mess that would be fun would come out of this one if they started to ask questions. You know, they they still didn't really address um, the witches. Like, I'm guessing the G4 ponies are just like, Oh, witches! They're ponies with pointy hats and whatnot. Oh! Nope, nope. Yeah. But anywho, Megan used her pendant to blast the schmooze and they got rid of it. So, um, the uh, Haidia, she realized that, oh, the kids didn't really did the job properly because they didn't really get the most deadly and dangerous material to make the schmooze, which is called flume. Once they got it, the schmooze was unstoppable and it wreaked havoc towards the town and the ponies who were splattered by the schmooze are have negative effects like their parent uh, sorry they're scared and didn't know what to do yes um i'll say they're scared and paranoid so megan came along with flying friends and save the day again! Yay! <coughs> and with that, they trap her in their volcano and the end. So, yeah, that, that's a short summarization of what happened. On the next panel, we, we see that Rainbow Dash and Rarity got no idea what the hell they just said. Rarity yeah. probably twenty five percent. Rainbow Dash kind of one ear in, one ear out. Yeah, and we got another row with Rainbow Dash's iconic shock face. Slightly yeah, uh huh. I mean, I I don't mind it that much. It's kind of get the effect across, but man, it's starting to get annoying. <clears throat> yeah. But anywho, um, we have a special guest. Yay! Here comes in Applejack! Yeehaw! She comes in bringing the artifact, the pendant that Megan used to destroy the schmooze. And. Pony with wings that's purple says, Thank you, Applejack. And, ha ha ha, both Applejack says, Welcome! Ah ha! Ah, God. And she never appears again. Yep. So the surprise! <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. <sighs> okay, so... Uh, they, they talk for a bit and... They discuss about how to use the powers and so on. And Twilight... Just says that... Oh, sorry, one of the wing ponies says... Um, witches and something like that. Uh, have you seen any witches in your universe and so on? And... Twilight just says, I, I don't remember seeing any witches around Ponyville. And we go to another scene, the volcano scene, where we see Dio and 
Grackle? Yeah, we, we see Grackle. Yeah, we see them uh, receiving mail, and said mail is from their mums, telling them how they're not, how, how useless they are, and how unproductive they are. And yeah, since they didn't send a letter, they assume that they're trash. Uh, Dyer gets into a hissy fit and blows up. And Grekel plays nice by making her tacos. And we get taco puns. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Silver will be proud for this one. But nah, man. This is... <laughs> okay. I love puns <laughs> as the next person it does. But this one is just... How do I put this? It's... <clears throat> um, give me a second. I'm, I'm trying to think of a word. Okay. It seems force. Like, they force the puns for the comic just because. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's really not fitting them. We're considering the, the other ones just got a bit of a yeah, I mean, blow up, to put it lightly. Yeah, but but the thing is, the puns are not bad. They're they're kind of fun. But it's like, okay, you want to make taco puns, you make the witches make tacos. Okay, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's I won't say lazy. But it's kind of a contrivance where you kind of need to do it. It's a good thing that the witches know what tacos are. Eh. It adds more know. questions that, wait, what? what is this universe's <laughs> thing? Where are they in this universe? Yeah. Do they have yeah. HBO? This just brings up more questions and since we've, we've taken so long to be in the uh, in G1 universe, we don't really get to explore this place much or anything. Mm, true. Man. It, it, it's one of those things where... Oh, God. I, I, don't even, I don't even want to bring up the fact that the previous witches... Um, who who were their names? The, the mothers. Uh, give it a second. Uh, uh, Rika. Rika and Draggle. Yeah, Rika and Draggle. They had to yeah. go out on a date. What? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, don't make me think about that. Yeah, you see? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Mm, all right, all right, all right. So, uh, taco puns aside. Yeah, but we also get confirmation that Hideous kicked the bucket. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but, but that aside, we see that the uh, witches here are kind of, not really rebelling, but kind of realizing that, hey, we did good jobs. It's just our mother didn't really notice and appreciate us. Like, come on, we, we, we try our best, and so on. It's like, our best is not good enough. Look, the ponies are fighting like the real housewife of Equestria. Ah, <laughs> oh, the jokes are gonna be dead. Yeah, but whose fault is, is it then? I mean, okay, here we finally... Uh, I need to address mm. a few things before I get to that. So here we finally see that 
only Greco seems to be using magic, but Dire can't really. As you see in the, at the start when the airmail gets brought in. Uh, one of them to, uh, tries to climb up to reach the letter, but the other one just flies up to pick it up. Yeah, I mean... So, <coughs> sorry. considering the previous uh, letters, it's, it's clear that apparently... Uh, wait, Dark can't really use magic and only Greco does it, so that's why the, the Smoonies are made from her magic. But, well... <sighs> I mean, when we we don't really get much confirmation of what Dyer can really do, because like, okay, what 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 is her power set? What why is she a witch? Is she a witch by relation? I mean, okay, if it's that way, then yeah, I guess. But what's the whole angle for this? Like, we 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 don't really get to explore that, and yeah. we've seen them for four issues now. Yeah, and at this point, uh, I think uh, Dara's been kind of signed light because the whole thing seems to be starting to turn, as I mentioned last time, that it's a grackle thing at this point. But to the to the point that I wanted to say earlier, it seems that they didn't even reply back to their mom's uh, previous letter, <coughs> so how could they even know that they're doing anything in the first place? So this is hardly on their mom's... Uh, this is hardly their mom's fault. Yeah, I mean, but still, it's one of those things where it's it's parental instinct where, oh, if your child didn't really reply back, that means you're too afraid to reply and that means you didn't do anything that they told you to do and so on. So it's kind of a parental instinct thing, but at the same time, they were just assholes for thinking that. Yeah, but in the, as we've seen, they don't really care that they... Basically, uh, they're causing trouble in a dimension that's not their own. Yeah, I, I, and the letter specifically says uh, the ponies um, from their world, like uh, any significant damage to those troublesome trotters. Yeah, they, they yeah, yeah, yeah. So technically, their mother's right, by the way. Um, those kids didn't really do their job properly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, also, <laughs> did Greco's magical explosion cause her to turn into a sentient tree that grows tacos out of her hair? I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, but if you take a look-see at the plating, it's... Um, how do I put this? Oh no, there's more than one. Okay, my bad, no problem. So yeah, um, I'm just going to move on ahead because... Back in Ponyville. <laughs> oh, yeah, Wait, hold on. Sorry? One, one more thing. You said earlier that you like puns. Uh-huh. Okay, here's a joke. Uh, mom, uh, mom comes home to her family and she, and she finds her husband uh, with a bloody axe in his hand. And apparently he's just chopped up a baby. And you know what he says? What? It was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> okay. Okay, move on. All right. So anyway, uh we go back to Ponyville and are joined by Shadow and Violet. They're kind of getting ready to put up the streamers and whatnot. And Shadow just says, Where the hell is Pinkie Pie? She's 
she's late and I hate the sun. Uh, Violet just says, oh, Pinky's not that bad. I mean, once you get past her excitement and all, she she she's kind of cool. But yeah, she she's definitely late. And we see somehow some shadow image. I don't know how to describe it. So Well, yeah, uh, at this point we're beginning to see the Twilight Bell using her magic to create the party streamers has caused the streamers to start becoming sentient because they've been infused by smooth. Mm, yes. And talking about more ponies, uh, we see um, Black Bell and she's floating menacingly in the air uh, with pure evil. Woo. And we are joined by Ocellus and Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, this one I can forgive because it's one of those scenarios where <laughs> the comic writers and artists don't really know what's going to happen in the season. And I'm guessing when they got the spreadsheet of characters to draw, they just pick out stuff that kind of makes sense for uh, to them. And since Cozy Glow at the point was not a bad guy, she was just a bit strange, but not a bad guy. They just put it there, and once. Yeah, but she's got su- she's got such a unique and recognizable design. I think that's one of the issues I have with this. Yeah, I mean it's a minor one, but still. Yeah, I mean the, I I totally agree with that. But that's why the recolor. And in, in all honesty, this is one of those scenarios where oh god, you you. I understand, but man, I would just—it would just have been much better if you just put Yona or um, who now uh, Sandbar. But now, nah, man, you you wanted to put Cozy Glow, so yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, no! Wait, uh, this is after. God yeah, damn the- it. Yeah, this isn't happening. This comic wasn't made during when the show was still running. This was done way after. No, but you have to remember that everything that's done is way earlier than what we see. And this is what issue number four. No, uh, what I'm saying is, uh, whatever we see here and whatever we know, you have to push it way, way back. Because certain projects take time uh, and uh, certain things aren't revealed, aren't really revealed to the uh, comic artists and so on. So, like I mentioned before, uh, I I kind of forgive it, but man, they should have gotten another character for it just to be on the safe side. But they, 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 they didn't know, so can't blame them for that. Yeah, I suppose. <clears throat> but anyway, carrying on. Um, Violet here just says, um, Bell, wh- why are the students here? I-, I thought it was kind of a uh, no class day because we were kind of volunteered to do the streamers and so on, or decorations. And Black Bell here just says, oh, um, those two are here for extra lessons. Uh, and they're my star students also i'm putting them doing forced labor as reward ha 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 see i'm evil so 
with that, um, we, we see that ah, Black Belt have a soft spot for their students. Oh, for her students. Ah, aha, I see. And yeah. she, the other ponies tease her about it and so on. And let's see. Uh, the Shadow View says, Long sabotage, destroy. I, I got no idea what this is. Like, it's not really... Well, I think we're seeing the perspective the perspective from the uh, smooth possessing streamers. I guess still it, it's not really explained that well. <clears throat> but anywho, we go into the hall party, whatever it is, and we see that the pony starts to uh, put out the decorations. Um, Bell here just says. Why don't we just destroy the, par- uh, the the streamers and whatnot? And Violet here just says, No, not the decorations! <laughs> uh, in a panicky way that shocks uh, Belle till she falls. And uh, Violet here just explains that, Oh no, um, getting rid of the decorations doesn't stop us from... Uh, doesn't stop the party happening. Uh, besides, they'll just make us make new ones. Ah, see... And okay, I I can get it. I I get it. And Bell just says, "Aha, uh, you 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 made those um, let's say, uh, you made those uh, fancy noodle of doom that un- and ended up uh, ended up me. Wait, what? Did what? I'm I'm very confused. Wait, what? Appended. Appended. That that means that she." Got tangled up and fall? Like, wait, what? <laughs> it doesn't look that way. Uh. I mean, I, I kind of get it now because the streamers have a life of their own. But, oh my god, the art. Okay, now I understand why. You want to know why? Why? It's because of the word bubble that's behind the the word bubble is Violet saying, saying um, I mean getting rid of the decorations. It's covering what's it's covering the action. Yeah. That, that's why I didn't get what what the oh god. <clears throat> so anyway, we see, uh. Violet teaching the other ponies how to do streamers of doom, and we we see the possum. The possum's there, uh, spying on the ponies or the schmozies, and oh, she he is shocked that oh they're decorating the party hall. Oh no! And we see that there's scrolls there, and uh, we see the scrolls are scrolls of admiration for. Uh, Black Bell or Professor Black Bell uh, and someone has a crush <laughs> and one more point for Rainbow Dash Mug Face uh, wait what that's uh, oh mm. <laughs> ah! <laughs> hmm <laughs> God damn it. 
Yeah, I'm annoyed. God damn it. Okay. <clears throat> so, anywho, um, looking at this, uh, the rat, I forgot his name. Uh, Trench. Trench, yes. Thank you. Uh, Trench took one of the letters or scrolls and buggers off. We see that Violet is still working on more streamers. And we see the streamer vision. And oh no, the streamers are affecting Pony's mood. They're making them more violent. They're making them more uh, aggressive. And it seems that it's affecting the whole town. Uh, Mimir asks... Uh, uh, not really asks, but she she's going to make more... T- Conspiracy theories and also they need to find Twilight Sparkle and the gang. And talking about Spider Twilight Sparkle and the gang, um we see that the ponies are back in Ponyville and I'm gonna stop here because this is goddamn annoying. True. This scene here with all the ponies in town, I don't mind it. But when you read it the first time without really going into deep taking look see like okay you don't, don't really matter because okay you just read word bubble and you see f- snake having tea okay that's unusual but hey that that's funny haha the issue i have with this panel here is that they're covering the flying ponies they're covering Rainbow Dash yeah. and the other two ponies. I got no idea who. And if you really didn't really notice it, you got no idea. Yeah, that's true. And that's and we don't even know what their names are. Yeah, I I know Minty because um I have a G four figure of her. Yeah, also I have a G four figure of her. So yeah, that's how I know her. But oh god damn. Yeah. But anyway, carrying on. That was just my annoyance at this. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, before we get further into the whole what's happening in town, uh, let's just uh, trail back a little bit. Okay. So um <clears throat> Well, now, now we already know that the Smoonies were created from Grackle's magic, uh, much like uh, in the previous issue. Uh, when Pinkie Pie compliments Violet Shiver that uh, she's good at making streamers, and it's become apparent that she's not the only one who's enjoying things outside their mission, except for Shadowstorm, who's apparently just there on the sunless compared to his female counterparts. <laughs> Yeah, and this becomes <laughs> what? I I know, man. I know. It's like, wait, what? What, what are you? What? what uh, I I don't get what 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 are you? What what do you even do? He's just there to be the third wheel. Oh God! <laughs> because honestly, with what we see late uh, later by the end. Shadowstorm doesn't really contribute anything to the plot, much of the plot. He doesn't even have any character development, unlike uh, Violet Shimmer and Black Bell. 
Yeah, I mean, it... he's just there to point things out and to make fun of them, but nothing else. Yeah, I mean, honestly speaking, it feels like if they didn't really write a shadow in, they they didn't really miss much. Like he's he he didn't really affect the comic at all. Yeah. Like well, the only thing he uh, he did of note was that uh, he might control the uh, Wonder Bolts to uh, make fun of uh, their captain. Yeah, but you could have Violet or Black Bell do that. So it, oh man, it's one of those things, yeah, man. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> but anywho, yeah. Um, uh, hold on. There's one other thing. Well, there's these two panels that kind of uh, uh, when they're setting up the party where they're <clears throat> I think there, uh, there's these two panels that could have been done better when uh, Black Belt tells uh, tells Wildchima they should destroy the streamers and she freaks out mm-hmm. well uh, I, don't, I don't know how to put it uh, the next panel shows her falling after she screams but it's making her look that uh, she fell after the yell, not as a result of being yelled at. So it kind of falls off, and I think it would have been better if, well, if the two actions were in the same panel. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, to me, when I first saw it, it's like, oh, Black Bell was shocked that um, Violet just um, sits, uh, I mean, kind of screams at her, and oh no, uh, th- that's how she lost her balance, but. The next line upended me. That means that she was kind of mm, attacked, probably, and it, it's the same problem that I have before. Or yeah, it, it's kind of the same problem where the word bubble is covering the art, the action. Yeah. <clears throat> so mm. we didn't really notice the uh, streamers attacking. Did they attack? If you take a look, see at the streamers, they're kind of lunging at her. If you can look at it, without the pop yeah. bubble, uh, <laughs> the speech bubble blocking it. Yeah, and I don't see any motion lines to indicate that the streamers actually moved on their own. Yeah, that, that, that's the problem. Because at least if the word bubble's not there, we can use our imagination. But since the word bubble's there, we don't really see the cause and effect. Yeah. There's a bit of a composition for the panel pro- uh, issue here, where where the word bubbles interfere with the actions. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it, it's getting annoying. That's all I can say. Yeah. Also, I could have sworn I'm uh, that uh, screaming face from Violet. I could have sworn I've seen it somewhere else, but I can't remember what was it. It's probably a. Starlight face or a twilight face. I I seen it before or it, too. Or it's a rainbow dash face. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably rainbow. And dash. of course, yeah. And of course, Trent sees the, uh, what they're doing, and he isn't one bit happy and decides to report back. However, here's where we hit another inconsistency later down the line uh, that they've. Uh, Mentioning the first issue, but we're gonna get uh, to that later. All right, then. <clears throat> yeah. So. Uh, 
Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, uh, the Enchanted Stream was created from Violet Chamber's magic. Not only became sentient, but they come to life, and with the whole town already up in arms against itself, the smooth magic possessing her doesn't have a problem taking over. And as I said uh, in the last issue, uh, to my frustration, once Akura has outlived her usefulness, she shoved back right back into that toolbox and never appears again. Oh. And this one panel makes it the point is the main six return, but we don't see her open the door to let him out of the <laughs> her own house. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Ah, man. Oh. I know, it's annoying. It's annoying. Yeah. But, okay, I'm done. All right, then. So, anywho, uh, I'm just going to summarize this because town is in shambles. <laughs> A lot of mayhem and destruction happened because of the streamers and whatnot, but the main six plus friends got no idea what happened. So... Uh, it seems like there's going to be a mob and Rarity just uh, tells everybody to head into her place. And somehow, her place is vandalized and is looking like a mess. Like somebody came in and wrecked the place. On a side note, we get Opal's Forbidden Adventure. We see that Opal is doing stuff, playing mean tricks. And somehow come across trench and beat him up. So yeah, that that's her thing. So we continue our way back to the ponies. The, the ponies are kind of at a loss because they got no idea what to do. Uh, they try to think of an idea of how to solve the problem, uh, and it seems like the smooth is just making things worse. Uh, Opal comes in Take that as you uh, as, as it is And Rarity noticed that hey, uh, There's something in Opal's mouth Fluttershy comes along And uh, takes a look-see at Opal And says Oh, what's that smell? Uh, and one of the flying ponies From the G1 world says That, my friends, is lava goblin fur It reeks of sulfur And that gives Twilight an idea Redraw uh, and she somehow deduced that, hey, by putting stuff together, uh, especially crystals, they can harness their power and uh, focus it into the pendant. And they managed to do that, and they test it out in at some uh, mannequins, and they managed to destroy it. Oh boy, that's not great. So yay, they're they're kind of making things work. They're kind of succeeding. And <clears throat> they think it works and they need to find a way and stuff. Like they, ju they just want to do more. On a side note, we see that the streamers are making their way towards the group and somehow siphon rainbow powers? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what's happening, honestly. So, anywho, we go back to the witches. Uh, Trench is there holding a scroll and um, the witches says, oh, poor baby, you've been uh, brutalized and whatnot. Uh, let, let, let's treat you up and whatnot. So, 
Dyer takes a look-see at the uh, scroll that Trench brought in. And it seems that, hey, um, the schmooze are trying to patrol party and whatnot. And yeah, they, they're not too happy with the whole thing. And my goodness, like this is just dumb. <laughs> I, I guess you're jealous probably. So uh, they decide that, okay, um, to if you want something to do, be done right, you do it yourself, and they get into talking and whatnot. And Dyer here has a revelation. She asks Gretel, "What are the ponies made of?" Uh, she says, "Pizados and smooths, and uh, the most important ingredient is magic, and is magic from Gretel." And she just realized if those ponies work or uh, sorry, if those ponies can move and work in that dimension, that means she can perform magic too. And with that we have a badass scene of them uh, trying to go and crash party. With that coming ends. Ah So um bef- well, what do you think, man? Well, uh, let's uh, go back a little bit. When they take refuge in reality shop, Opal goes out the door, and instead of focusing on the ponies uh, to show them that they're trying to test something, is to connect to the next page to show that they're actually doing something. We get Opal going around town, which I think should have been its own page. Instead, it just makes it feel like... The ponies just went, we tried nothing when, and we're all out of ideas. <laughs> that just how makes it feel. Because th- there's disconnect. There should have been at least, when they get into reality shop, they should have at least shown a little thing like what they're going to try to do instead of just sk- putting Opal in the middle. Oh, yeah. like yeah. I, I totally agree with that because... It it doesn't really show a passage of time, like it doesn't really show them doing stuff because, uh, all we for for all we know, it's just that them coming into the shop, brainstorming, and nothing happens. Like I I kind of get what you mean. Like, uh, they came in here, put stuff, and then go out to do something, and then oh, went back in. Like ah oh, man. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, as for the whole, uh, I wouldn't exactly say that what they did uh, with, the, uh, with the whole putting rainbow in a locket, I wouldn't say that that worked when the new weapon just obliterated the pair of dressing dummies. <laughs> I mean, what did they do wrong? I mean, they're targets and the target obliterated, so that works too well. And in the next issue, we, we get to see them trying to control it and whatnot, so you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna talk about that another time. Mm. And uh, when we get back to the volcano, this is where the inconsistency that I mentioned earlier shows its face. When we first saw Trench, uh, he w- he saw the smoothies going over their primary function, and he took proof with him. And we assumed that he was going going right back to the volcano to report, but apparently. 
uh, that's not the case for some reason because for some reason he opened the portal on the street outside just so that Opal would see him and attack him so she would take proof with her to Twilight twi so she would know what to do next. Yeah, and and that's the part where this scene here like with Opal, uh, cute, yes, but at the same time makes no sense at all because you you set up the part where uh, Trench teleported in on the schmooze, which is in the hall or whatever it is, uh, ball hall, whatever. Uh, and then you show him port again to a random location without the scroll. So what does this mean? Like, what, 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 what is this? And then when you yeah. come back, he has a scroll. It, what? And it's the size of his hand, instead of like the big one that was twice the size of him. Yeah, man, like, oh god. I, I mean, with the bandages, I can forgive because it's just a comedic effect. But it's, it's one of those things where, why is everything so inconsistent? Like, what was the story here? Okay, we, it's, it's like, a, it, oh man, it's one of those things where, okay, we want to get to point, from point A to point C, but you have to go through point B. But instead of going through point A, B, and C, you kind of went to D and then back to C. <laughs> Why? It makes... This doesn't work. Yeah, and it, okay, it's funny, it's comedic, yeah, but it would have worked at least if Trench had the scroll on him then. And then you can say that, oh, he ported out of the hall into Ponyville probably just checking the scenario and seeing how things are maybe uh just checking how the schmooze are doing and then got attacked with uh, by opal then it can still work but without the scroll it's just not working man yeah exactly and as it was said earlier the whole uh Opus scene kind of interrupts with something else that could have been done. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we could have just a montage of the ponies trying to solve the problem of whatever it is. Because, like, there's a huge gap. Like, wait, what, why is Pinkie Pie's hair uh, burnt? Why is Starlight uh, aching? Why is Twilight crying into a pillow? Why is Rainbow Dash sleeping? So many problems. Yeah. But for the ending, uh, yeah, this is the part where the two witches figure out that uh, just as Osmosis can use magic in another realm, so too can Grekker and Dire, uh, Grekel and Dire. Although I'm not sure how much Dire will be helpful when we know now that she doesn't really use magic. And this is uh, compounded on the fact that the final badass scene Greco's all fired up, but Dyer uh, not so much. Yeah, I mean, she's just making a cool pose. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just thinking like, what is Dyer's um, kit? Like, what does she do? I mean, she 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 is a witch. So, what are her specialty? 
Like, is she good with a broom? Uh, or is she uh, able to do some specific type of magic? W- without that, like, she's kind of nothing. And she's kind of like shadow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't see it. Uh, this this issue is there's so many things wrong, mm. and it just it it shows where the problems are that are just compounded page after issue after issue. Yeah, man. Like it's I I, I get it. Is is the setup? Is is the part where you show what's going on, and yeah, it's troubles coming to Ponyville, and the witches are gonna be there, but. It feels like, how how do I put this? It feels like they're not really doing a good job at telling the story, or really explaining it or whatnot. I mean, uh, I I don't know, man. Like, it's hard for me to describe or hard for me to explain what doesn't really work. Uh, this issue was a bit let down. Yeah. And I'm not sure the final issue is going to help. Much. Oh man, that's to be expected, man. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I think I think we've gone all, into all of this at this point. True, true. But anywho, um, with that, we end the comic here. And uh, just scrolling more below, we see alternative covers from artists. Uh, there's a really, really cool uh, cover by Samantha uh, Witten, and it's a picture of Rarity with a, color, a G1 rendition of Rarity. That's cool. We see Agnes Garboska colored by Silvana Bryce. Uh, it shows Twilight, Trixie, Rainbow Dash, and Sakura crossing a pit of lava. So yay, that's cool. And yeah. Oh man, this comic here, seriously, gosh. <sighs> anyway, um, comic ends. So yeah, we've given our thoughts, we've given our thoughts. It's it's okay. But I feel like it's disappointing, man. Yeah. Unfortunately, at this point, the cracks in the storytelling have become really obvious and G1 ponies drive that home from the fact that they only became active participants of the plot in the penultimate issue and they're not even G1 uh, counterparts of G4 cast, which makes it all the worst because we all could have had so much fun with each uh, counterpart playing off one another. Yeah, true, true. And it's one of those things where it it could have been easily solved by segmenting segmenting parts of the story from three points of views. Uh, you have the G four ponies, you have the uh, witches, you have the G one ponies. But the way that they decide to tell the story is from the G four point of view, the schmoos and the witches. And granted that yes, the schmoos are very important to the story. But at the same time, too, you're kind of denying the fans or the G1 fans of this story because they only came into the story 
in the last part of the third issue. And that's just a small bit. And with this one, they didn't really do much. I was surprised that they even want to come along. Yeah. True. Oh yeah, and uh, before we for, um, before I forget, I went to check, and yeah, apparently, uh, Multipony Special, the Rescued Midnight Castle, uh, that's technically the first movie. <laughs> uh, Rescued Midnight. It's the first thing that came out. Uh, Rescued Midnight Castle is the T Rex one. Yeah. Uh, right. And this one, Smooth, is the- part two then. Well. Uh, Actually, it's part um, part three because after the trick one, it's uh, escape from Ka- uh, Katrina. Oh, the cat lady thing. Yeah, and then the third one's the smooth mm. one. The cat lady thing confused a lot of people back in the days. What is that? Because, huh? I am somehow confused with my feelings on this. <laughs> oh, I get it. It's the Lola Bunny effect. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> or Minerva Minx. <laughs> And so on. That's true. Mm-hmm. There's more. Our new generation have Judy Hopps. <laughs> yeah, but she's rather toned down compared to us. <laughs> That's also true. Woo! <laughs> Let's move on, folks. <laughs> so, yes. anyway, if you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions of the show, you can contact us at thebasementgmail.com. You can also reach us on the Twitters. The show's Twitter account is at the media show, and my personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo. Jacob, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on the DeviantArt under the username Yakapontodkat. You can find me under the Twitter username Tales of the Ashes. If you're interested in reading the story Thermal Rise, you can find it on filmfiction.com. And if you're interested in reading an original uh, story featuring anthropomorphic animals in medieval fantasy setting called Tales of the Ashes, you can find it on talesoftheashes.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Go check him out, guys. And also please subscribe and rate us on iTunes, YouTube. Don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date. And also Stitcher Radio and also like our Facebook page. You can also catch us on PunavLive.com. Things are in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at Patreon.com slash show. With every support, you'll get a week's early access to review and discussion podcasts, exclusive and deleted content. And a huge thank you from me. Talking about the thank yous, I would like to thank you, Jacob. Lucky Knight, Master of Leg, and also Tristan. Thank you so much, guys. You are great. So anyway, I have been Norman Sanzo. I've been Jakob. And we'll guys catch you next week with another fun episode of MBS Show. See ya. Bye-bye. I hope Silver can join us next time. Yeah, man. Unless, yeah, unless the Walter Squad is on the work again. Oh, no, man. No, man. Like, <laughs> we have to get him on. It's been a while. <laughs>